What up, fam? Welcome back to Memoirs of Velasco. It's your boy Ray, aka Run. It's been 768 days since my last upload. Man, let's talk. So much to talk about. So much to talk about. Um, so 2019, so December 18th of 2018 was the last time I uploaded a podcast. I can't really tell you why I didn't upload in 2019. Um, but the big thing that stood out in 2019 is I was working on my company, Powerbelly Crew. I was getting that LLC'd as well as trademarking uh, my brand. And so 2019, I actually dealt with a lot of legal issues. There was uh, an ex-partner of mine who was trying to literally take the whole brand, everything that I've worked for. And so I had to deal with that, as well as another company further out in the east side or east coast um, who was literally just trying to prevent me from using Powerbelly, the name of my actual crew of my company. So that was a, a, a year pretty much almost like a year and some change battle because all of 2019 I dealt with that um, a little bit towards the end of 2018 and as well as 2021 right now so um, I'm sorry as well as 20 actually geez two years I've been dealing with that I'm sorry yeah two years so 2019 is when I started the process and then 2020 I still was dealing with that process and then it wasn't until recent that we finally cleared everything for my LLC as well as for my trademark. So as of now, Powerbelly Crew LLC is my company. Run Media Powerbelly Crew is trademark, my apparel brand. So we are looking super good right now for the future as long as I can keep everything intact financially as well as um, um, legally. And, you know, we just move forward with it. So 2019 was definitely, definitely crazy. It was super, super intense that whole year. I, I just worked on my brand, worked on personal goals, worked on trying to be a better human, a better person, father, husband, all the above, you know, and still trying to maintain being the best at what I try to do and provide for my family. You know, I, I just, I, I tell everybody that this earth is so big and there's so many bags out there for everybody that why not just go out and get it? You know, do everything the right way that you possibly can. Stay mentally and emotionally sharp. Um, you know, find mentors, read, educate yourself, trial and error, fail as many times as you can. Please try. It's okay to fail, man. That's the biggest thing I tell my kids is it's okay to fail. Please fail. Because when you fail, it at least lets me know you tried. And that's the most important thing I could ask for um, is just you trying. So that will also allow you to overcome fears because, you know, you, you doubt yourself. That's the biggest obstacle. And that's the biggest challenge that a lot of people face is their own insecurities, is their own failures. Them afraid that if they go out and try something that they don't know, they're going to fuck up, fail, and it's just going to demoralize them. And that should be the opposite of that. That should allow you to be like, you know what? I tried. I didn't die. <laughs> you know, I got all my limbs and my health. My family's here, the support. Like, it's cool. Let me learn from that mistake or let me learn from that L. And I don't like saying I take losses. I learn lessons. So those are the only L's I take. And so that's one thing I highly try to encourage everybody to be like out there trying, giving it their all without having to worry about what the next man person has to say about them. Don't do it for them. Do it for yourself first. And the people in your circle are going to benefit. You know, the people you will motivate people that you didn't think are watching. That's the thing too. A lot of people will be watching, family, close friends, um, your community, and it's up to you to make them and to paint your picture, to show your story of who you are as a man, as a woman, as a human, just 
that positive energy for your light. You know, be that light. Shine as bright as you fucking can because it's your life. It's your light. And it's it's up to you to make any type of change and difference for yourself and for your family. So 2019, I felt really good, actually. Honestly, even through all the legal processes, I felt strong. I felt confident in what I was doing. So 2019, just the whole year, I, I pretty much tried working on my brand as well as myself. Um, fast forward to 2020, this is where, where, where shit hits the fan. So March 18th was literally the last day I got to go out to my gym. I got to go train and, and literally when the world stopped <laughs> due to COVID-19, um, I know the entire earth and world was affected. I personally know a lot of people that were affected, lost, uh, loved ones were lost. And even to this day, it's like still kind of the unknown. Um, you know, we we don't know what this virus is capable of. We do know what the virus is capable of, but then it's like, well, are we really working on a vaccine? Do we have something? Um, you know, some people are still 50-50 with it. I, I have, of course, my own personal opinion and beliefs on all this. Um, I don't ever try to make someone else feel wrong for their beliefs. I, I encourage the communication between us because I want to learn. Like that is my biggest thing. I, I'm always about learning because I love, I love to be around people. I love to read people. I love to know who they are, get different personalities and different vibes. And, and so without arguing or without little debates or, or without, um, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh man, lost my train. My lost my train of thought. Lost the word. But without little arguments, oh, there we go. Debates. Sorry. Without debates, um, you know, we we don't know what you know. We won't understand people. We don't understand humans. You know, a lot of people get emotionally invested in things, and to me, I highly and always encourage my daughters to make sure their mind and their heart are the same. They need to be one. Not everything deserves an emotional reaction. It's okay to feel a certain way, but realistically, your mind needs to be a little bit above those emotions to clear your thoughts and to make the correct choice and decision. Because how many of us have been so fucking mad before, talk shit to people, maybe a loved one got the fucking, the, the raging end of it, and you're like, excuse me, and you're like, Maybe the next day or so or a couple hours, you're like, man, I said some fucked up shit, you know, like I could have taken 10 seconds to breathe a little, take a second back and to channel those emotions in a different way instead of just saying shit out loud. So it's okay to be passionate about some stuff, but the way you deliver it, you got to understand some people hear it a certain way as opposed to what you're trying to tell them. You know, I tell people too, you need to hear with your eyes and see with your ears. You know, let me repeat that again. Hear with your eyes and see with your ears. So a lot of people get offended real quick when your opinion is different than theirs. You know, you can even be as calm as possible and you let them know and they get so fucking bent out of shape and you're just kind of sitting there like, okay, so we're not even going to be able to really talk. We're not going to be able to kind of squash this because I just see nothing but rage and anger in you. You know, I just see you're emotionally all over the place. And it's so hard to talk to someone like that. It's very difficult because you can some, you, you, even if you just say hi, the way you said hi, they might take that offensively. And they'd be like, man, what the fuck, blah, blah. And then 
next thing you know, just, just this argument comes up. And it's like, what are we even settling? What are we dealing with? Um, just a real quick pause. I'm outside in my backyard, man. For all those that, that have listened to any of my podcasts, this is the the unprofessional professional podcast. You know, we just pick up a phone, swap our AirPods, and just record wherever we're at. You know, I, I this ain't no professional type deal. This is just more raw, straight to the point from my mind, from my heart. And I just hope that a lot of you guys can relate, can connect. I know there's a lot of us out there that are similar. A lot of people go through similar situations. Um, and so this is something that I need. I don't want to do this. It's like, I need to do this. Um, I'm an introvert. I have always been a homebody. I love going out. I love people. I love interacting. I'm a social butterfly, but realistically, if you gave me that choice, I would be at home. I would be at home chilling, listening to music, reading, writing, you know, designing, just, just doing a lot of shit at home. And so with COVID hitting in 2020, it it wasn't that bad for me in the beginning because I was like, I, I, first of all, I already work from home. I've been working from home going on three years now. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, the only thing that kind of got to me was, okay, well, if I need to go to the store now, I can't just get up and hop out. Like I can, but I got to wear a mask now. There, there's a line, there's huge lines now, you know, trying to go to the bank. That was a mission. Um, just little things like that that we kind of take for granted. It just was like impossible. And I was like mission impossible. And we you know when COVID hit, it was what March 18th was, a, was like literally the last day I was in the gym because it was like a Thursday or Friday that following Monday or that weekend we were told that they're closing everything down to further notice. So that following Monday, the, the kids had, a, had their last week of school because then they were going to go on spring break, I think for like a week or two. But they ended up cutting class a week early. So they literally had three weeks. So all of March, pretty much all of March, three weeks of March, were um, they were uh, out of school. And so that happened. And then it was like, okay, I'm working from home. I got the kids here. Okay, let's let's figure out this new schedule now. This, this is hard. This is going to be hard because I, I don't have, you know, normally three kids at home with me. Usually I would have had my youngest. And, you know, for those that don't know, I am married with children. I, I think I've said that plenty of times. Plenty of times I've been with my wife for 10 years, married for five. Um, I got an eight-year-old, I got a six-year-old, and I got a three-year-old. They're all females. They're all women, <laughs> all girls. Um, and so so they were off for three weeks, and it was it was hard. It was hard because everything fell on me, you know. Actually, at the, I think at that time, my wife wasn't working. I'm not sure. I know my wife, she re- she's been working almost two years now. All of 2020, she did work. Yeah, so it was actually like like 2019 towards the end when she started getting a job or when she got her job and she works at Amazon. Now she works in the fulfillment center, which is the warehouse. So during peak season, season time, they're doing 12 hours a day, 12 hours a day. Normally they work, um, normally they work, what is it? Four tens and they're off three and her days off for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And during the season, during peak, they did five days, but they moved to 12 hour shifts. So she was working, what was it? She was working Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, was off Thursday, Friday, normally has Saturday off, but that was her fifth day, and that would be overtime, and they were all 12-hour days. And so she was leaving the house at 6 in the morning, getting home at like 7.30-ish, almost 8 or so, you know. Um, She was gone all day. 
And so I had to step it up and I had to be uh, daddy mommy type stuff where now, you know, I have to cook dinner. I have to get their lunch also ready. I got to make sure, you know, the house is somewhat a little bit clean in order, you know, and also I have to work on my stuff. I still have my own career on the side uh, besides my apparel brand and all that. So there was a lot that, that kind of landed on my plate and, you know, 2020 was definitely a difficult as year because of that as the months went on just the pressure the the emotions of all my kids uh, my wife you know feeling like all that is on my shoulders um and if you don't know what i mean by that is is when you're in a relationship you support each other emotionally and mentally um financially of course but I will be 100% honest with you. I don't give a fuck about the money. Like, I really don't. I care more about opportunity and passion, drive, commitment, all that. Because going through that journey, the end result is always going to be positive. Maybe I'm just blind or maybe I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like, I just strongly believe that. Maybe I'm fooling myself. But you work very hard really, really hard on yourself and you work hard to achieve goals or to just be a better version of yourself. And the more time you put into a craft, a career or whatever, of course, the more hours, the more like reps you're going to get and you're just going to get better. And if you can find a way to tap into a different level, to think differently, to react emotionally different, to treat people with respect the way you want to be treated to just be a go-getter, like, you're going to see so many doors open up for you, so many opportunities that even somebody with great talent may get, but it's about that work ethic. It's about that drive. It's about knowing who you truly are and not letting the next man outwork you because not everything is guaranteed, but what you can control, that's for sure guaranteed. Work ethic, drive, commitment honesty, you know, all that is something you can control. And so you invest in yourself, just like you invest into all these companies when you go buy Starbucks, when you go buy your, your food, when you go buy all that, just like all these social media influencers, you, you know, you double tap on their page because you think they look good because they, they worked out with a few bands and then you're like, oh, I could do that. And, you know, it's, it's like, it's the same thing like that. You know, it's, it's the same, like, but what are you going to do about it? Like, don't try to copy them. You know, you can look up to them to be an influencer, to be a role model, but don't blueprint their shit. Like, you're not them. They're not you. It worked for them. You may be able to kind of go through the same journey, but the way you're going to react to certain things are totally going to be different than, than what they reacted to and how they reacted. And so it's just about learning and growing. Most people learn about other people instead of trying to learn about themselves. You know, they, they're so caught up with what other people have, but they're never like, well, what do I need to do to get to there? So as 2020 hit, as all this COVID stuff hit and the months went on and my wife started working a lot harder, um, a lot more anyways, and I, you know, was left with a lot of responsibilities at home as the only male here and as a male who's an introvert since I could remember it's always been very difficult for me to talk and express my feelings. I, 
you know, growing up, I had, you know, pretty bad childhood in the sense of a lot of drugs and alcohol were involved, you know, physical abuse to my family, my, my brother, my mom, things like that, you know, like just the household for a kid that shouldn't be growing up like that. Um, and then as that went on, I tra- we transitioned over to my second life, I want to say, which is more like my junior high, high school years and, you know, the toxic relationship from the time I was born till I was 27 or so when I left my mom's house was just toxic. Just like I said, toxic. I, I didn't have a childhood, not an ideal one anyways. I always felt like I was running from something. I always felt like I didn't know who I was because I didn't have a big brother. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have a role model. All the male figures in my life were just POSs. People, I didn't. I was like, I don't want to be like that. Fuck that. Is that how all guys are? You know, the only last man I could remember was my grandfather. Rest in peace. Unfortunately, he passed like 2002, 2003. Um, that was 2003. I'm sorry, I just can't even think about that. But 2003, and it, it was just very hard for me because he was really the. He was my role model. He was everything to me. He was my dad. He was everything, and he taught me really how to be a man. I learned so much from him at a very young age. And so that's why it hurt me so much when I was like 16, 17 and he passed because I needed that second life. Now I was about to graduate high school. I was going to be a man and I needed that adult mentoring. I needed, okay, he taught me from a young age. Now I'm a man. Like, what do I got to do now? So, you know, unfortunately again, he passed and I didn't get that chance, but a lot of the stuff I learned from a young age from him still stood with me, still stuck with me. I could always remember him telling, you know, the most important thing, you know, is your name and credit. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, of course. You know, people will always remember you, your last name or who you are. You know, like, oh, that's, you know, like my grandpa's last name is Biza. And they would be like, oh, yeah, that's that's Biza. Oh, yeah. You know, and they talk about the family history or whatever. Like, yeah, that's him. And they, they you know, just tell stories about him. So that has always stuck with me is your name and credit and the credit he was telling me this at like eight nine years old you know it's like credit and it's like yeah because without that whenever you ever decide to get something for yourself you're gonna need that this is how this country and this nation was built was off credit if you ain't able to have that if you don't got enough of that you ain't gonna be shit so it's like damn all right and it's funny because when i got with my wife that's another crazy ass story is my family knew their family from when they were kids. So like, it's just a crazy circle how everything just came across. But, um, I would tell her that I would say, man, the most important thing is, is like my name and my word, you know, my name, my word credit, you know, but sorry, I didn't say word on the last one, but yeah, like my word, you know, my name and credit is like the most important thing. And it's funny because she was like, yeah, I remember, telling my mom I got with this guy and she's looking at me like, who's this? And then I tell her who you are and she's like, whoa, you know, be careful with him. You know, his his dad drank a lot and this and that, you know, so everybody knew my dad as that for as a drunk guy, the guy that would always get fucking twisted and you never know what was going to happen. So I worked very hard to change that narrative of my last name, to change my name, like, my appearance, my family's history, whatever goes on moving forward, you know, it took a long time. And it's still something I'm working on every day to this day. Um, I battle with demons every day, man. Every freaking day I battle with some demons. And it's 
I have to suppress them and know that I'm bigger than them. I'm better and I'm not that person. And I have more to look forward to. I have my kids. I got a house. I got cars. I got my sneaker collection finally that I'm going, that I've been working on. You know, there's things that I wanted from a long time ago and and before just buying it without really putting in the work to continuously get them and put myself in unnecessary debt. I work my fucking ass off and I sacrifice so much personal time, so much family time to get to where I'm at. Now I'm in a situation where I can buy whatever fucking sneakers I want. You know, I can, I don't, I'm not in a crazy ass debt and the debt that I have is to me necessary. A mortgage payment, you know, a car note, a few credit cards, you know, and that's it. Like, and right now I'm working I'm getting a new home. You know, I, I, I got about 40. I got actually some, some dough lined up, but I got about 40 to 45K right now that I am willing to drop on a new home. And so 2021 was going to be the fucking year again, was going to be another successful year. Because even though 2020 kind of shit on a lot of us, I tried making the most of it. The only part I fail, I feel like I've just gotten kicked in the dick was was personal feelings, emotions at home, was the communication where I don't know what happened somewhere down the line, but the communication between my wife and I just kind of took a shit. You know, I don't know if, if the pressures of her working so much got to her and she was always tired and the pressure of the emotions of all my kids, of her, of feeling like I lay, I lay bricks in front of people so they don't fall and eat shit, you know, let me try to explain that if you guys didn't get that. So I, I I always like to think multiple steps ahead. You know, I like to do what I need to do right now in the moment, try to set myself up for the next couple of years and help whoever is around me. And I feel like I always try to put steps in front of my wife so she doesn't fall to try to get her to, to succeed, to try to get her to, to be the best version of she is or, or, or what she wants to be. And the thing about my wife is she has no, I feel like she's so insecure. She she doesn't have that confidence. And I may have not helped it in the beginning because of my selfish ways. But then at some point, as I take L's, my lessons, and I fuck up and I make mistakes and I try to learn from them, I've become a stronger person, a way better person. I'm able to express myself and talk to people but I only want to talk to people that can talk back to me, that not that will challenge me, but also not just emotionally take everything I say and not give me a response or an answer or any solution. So I think I'm going to end this convo here because it's already pushing at like a 20-minute mark. And you know me, man. Like I said, I just jump on here and I talk and I talk, but I try to keep these to about 30. So there'll probably be a second part to this. And the second part will definitely be me going into more of what COVID did to me in 2020 in my relationship, because I think maybe a lot of people have gone through this and are going through it still. And even though we're in 2021, I feel like it's getting worse uh, because about a week or so ago, a couple of days ago, my wife and I just had this big blowout and, you know, a lot of things were said. That once I once again I could have emotion I could have taken ten seconds to really think about it, but 
for the last couple weeks, year, year or two, I have tried to say everything in a peaceful, calmly manner. And when there's no execution or nothing that changes a behavior or take into consideration what I'm asking, then that's the challenging part because I love my wife to death, but I honestly feel like I cannot communicate with her and I'm just here to be a caretaker. That being said, guys, thank you so much for your ears. Truly appreciate your time. Again, 768 days is the last time I've uploaded and I will make it a huge ass point moving forward that I will upload at least three times a week. Um, and so please stay tuned. Today is Monday, January 25th, 2021. Stay tuned. I'm hoping to upload January 27th, 2021, which is Wednesday. And that'll be the second part of this. And it'll be a little, it'll be me going a little bit deeper into my relationship, into what, how I've been reacting, how I've been acting. And if I'm wrong, and I hope you guys can connect with that and please give me some sort of feedback. You can DM me at countdown562 on IG if you're there. Uh, you can anchor me here, write a comment or whatnot, let me know. But if the best place to get a hold of me is on IG, and that's countdown562, um, DM me, let me know what's up. But again, guys, thank y'all so much. Truly appreciate your time and your ears. And don't forget to run your goals. I'm out.